All right. Lights, camera, action, wiggles. Welcome to my freaking podcast. Let's do it. Woo! Oh no, wait. Oh no. <laughs> that's the wrong that's the wrong podcast intro. Hang on. Uh That's better, guys. That was the Luke and Lewis podcast intro. Um, not my one. Maybe I shouldn't title them both podcast intro on my little button thing here. <laughs> Welcome to chapter 176 of Histories of a Happy Chappy, and I looked it up this week. After the absolute debacle that happened at the start of last week's episode, I think I derailed the entire podcast about 30 seconds in when I tried to vibe whatever episode number it was, and I think I was about 45 off the pace. I, I It was 175 last week, and I guessed 134, I think. And I was like, guys, I think that sounds about right. <laughs> Oh, how wrong I was. Episode 134 would have been about a year ago. And in my head, I've just skipped past, uh, like, yeah, 45 episodes. It's apparently haven't existed for me. But, um, yeah, hope you guys are well. I'm good. I've had a great week. But I'm not going to come in this week and... Oh, by the way, sorry. Someone reminded me or made me realize why I said 134 before I move on. Uh, I think it was Luke and Lewis episode... 134 last week. So maybe I was thinking about that. I'm probably just stupid. That's actually probably the reason. But I appreciate it. The one person gave me the benefit of the doubt. And we're like, nah, mate, you're probably just thinking about your other podcast. A lot of stuff going on. No worries, bros. I got ya. And I appreciate that. But the reality is I'm probably stupid. Or maybe I did get the numbers confused. I guess it is likely. Anyway, I've had a good week. Now, I'm not going to come in here and say I've had a big week or a huge week or, you know, sometimes I come on this podcast and I'm just like, guys, massive news, lot to get to, heaps of stuff going on. This is not one of those weeks. Okay, this podcast is about my life and life isn't always massive, big, huge and popping. Sometimes life is just, oh, that burp came at a perfect time. Sometimes that, that's life, just, oh. I don't know why I'm so why am I why am I bur- I apologize really bad for an audio medium just burping that's disgusting. Well, I feel like if you're new here, we've already got off to the wrong foot, and I apologize. Not a great first impression. If this was the first podcast you decided to check out, I'm just burping in your eardrums. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, now hiccup. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Do you see that? I like inhaled too much on the laugh. I was like. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've had a good week. Uh, just nothing crazy. You know, last week I bombarded you with news and big things. You know, I won a Weet-Bix cricket set, new shoes, just unheard of that those two things coincide in one week. You know, a bit of a coincidence, I think, that last week was just massive. This week, run of the mill, Groundhog Day type stuff, not going to lie. Went to the pub on Friday, but again, at this point, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, that's pretty much Groundhog Day. Um, way to switch it up, Luke. Way to keep life interesting. What? You're going to the pub on a weekend? Jeez. The man loves trying new things, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, we, I did go to the pub with uh, Reese. You know those nights at the pub where just fuck all happens? You know when you start the pub? And uh, you know what it is? It's the time slot. We booked in at 6 p.m., till 8 p.m. because it's like a two-hour time slot at the moment in Melbourne. And that's not the two hours where a lot happens in the pub. Uh, to me. So no no stories from that, nothing to report. Probably shouldn't have even have brought it up. But uh, Reese and I have been working really hard uh, on videos and stuff lately. You've been watching the second channel. A few of the videos have been going quite well on that, which I'm stoked about. The Pro Gamer channel as well as this channel, the podcast channel. So, um, yeah, massive, massive shout-out to Reese for crushing the editing game and um here's one literally before i saw the podcast right meg's just ordered a new christmas tree uh she had to order it in from queensland because victoria is out of stock apparently for christmas trees 
There is not a single Christmas tree in this state that is available to purchase. Apparently, they've gone at Kmart, Target, Maya, you name it. She even tried the reject shop. And I'm assuming that's where all the fuck trees go, you know? All the ones with the, the plastics all like, you know, looking like a pretzel sticking out the side. Or, like that's... So, so you couldn't even get a fuck tree. So then she had to order one from Queensland. And uh, <laughs> I've been staring at the box all week because obviously... I'm, I'm not unpacking it. It's not December, you know? I saw it sitting in my lounge room and went, bit early for that, and I'm not doing it. So, you know, if Meg wants to, great. I'm not going to stop her, but uh, I just don't want to get festive too early, which I'll get to. I'll get to celebrating Christmas too early. I talk about it every year, and it's a yearly tradition on this podcast that we uh, shit on C- Christmas joy up until December. And, I'll, and I have a good reason for it, just hear me out later on, okay? So this Christmas tree is sitting like in our lounge room and on the side of the box, it's quite a big box, I guess. It's a Christmas tree. And it says, stop, think, lift. <laughs> because I guess it's heavy, right? But I read that the first time and I was just like, maybe I was tired. I think I'd done a big day um, in Frankston. We're doing the show. I'd done like a 12-hour day probably running off like six hours sleep because the, the hustle never stops and it was a really hot night and I didn't sleep well. And I came out after, after a big day, saw it in the lounge room and just went, stop, think, lift. And I my brain actually went, what? what? They want us to lift it with our fucking brain? What? Why would thinking help? <laughs> like, who they, you know, that's not helping anyone. Stop, think, lift. That only applies to Jedi's and Chris Angel. You know? You want me to lift it with my mind? Nah. <laughs> That's so good, dude. Stop, lift, think. It's like that uh, when you cross the road, you're like, stop, look, and listen. You know, like that little jingle or whatever it was. So you cross the road safely. Who the who has time to sing a jingle when they're busy crossing a road? Never once as a kid was I like about to cross the road, just, you know, walk on without looking, you know, and then be like, oh, the song, (laughs) stop, look, listen, think, or whatever it said. Is that what this Christmas tree box is trying to do? Rip off that jingle, that road safety jingle. Not happy about that. So, uh, yeah, that that was a thing that happened. I um, uh, accused Target. I think it was from Target, the Christmas tree. I pretty much accused Target... Uh, of trying to just market their Christmas trees to Jedis and magicians. And until Meg pointed out that uh, she was like, no, it just means, obviously just means think, think before you lift it. Stop, think about it before you lift. And I wish, I wish I had the same thing before I spoke. You know, I wish on the box it said, stop, think, address this sign in a, in a non-stupid way, but I, uh, all I went was like, how the fuck would thinking help lift? So that's where my week's at. I hope you guys are having a better one than that, I guess. Um, here's, here's an actual thing, but, uh, my week just got really thrown out. I was chatting to Ruben, uh, who edits stuff for Luke and Lewis. Well, chatting for some reason, he said he was talking about some person messaged him on Instagram, like, if he was a Sagittarius or not. Something like that. Like, are you a Sagittarius? And something about horoscopes. So we started talking about zodiac signs. And he goes, oh, what are, he goes, uh, you heard about the new changes. What zodiac sign are you now? I was like, what do you mean, mate? I'm an Aries. I'm always been an Aries. I'll never not be an Aries. You know, that is, that's me, dude. I'm the Ram. I think it's the Ram. Uh, and... That's been just my whole life. What's, you know, I don't get asked a lot, but people go, what star sign are you, Luke? I must know now, quickly. Happens more than you'd think. Uh, And straight away, I'm always like, Aries, because I know it. You know, I don't really, I probably couldn't even list all all 12. Well, all the 12 original ones. I'll tell you about that next. So hang on. This isn't good content, but I'm going to try and list them. Um, Scorpio. Libra. Cancer. Fuck. 
<laughs> Pisces, no. Uh, what's the crap? Is that Cancer? Uh, Pisces, Gemini. Capricorn. I'm counting these wrong on my hand as well. I've got six. That's heaps. That's like more than I thought I'd know, to be honest. Uh, there's one that starts with something. <laughs> there's, a, there's a few more that start with letters. Huh. Yeah. That's annoying. I've been doing that to people, by the way. Whenever they've been like, give me a clue. I'm like, uh, word starts with a letter. I'm like, get fucked. It's a good one. It's a guaranteed banger. I would recommend trying it on your friends. Uh, um, yeah, no, I can't think of any more. Anyway, so I'm not that, as you can tell, not that into star signs um, because I enjoy facts and science um, and have respect for my time essentially is the the three reasons why I don't uh, engage in reading my horoscope. <laughs> but uh, a lot of people do and that's fine. You know, if you want to identify to a fucking zodiac sign in the sky, then that's on you. It says a lot about you for sure, you know. And, I, you know, anyone who asks someone about their star sign, it, it also says a lot about them as well. But, you know, I would say deep down, I'm, I'm always just like, yeah, I'm an Aries and I'm comfortable with that, right? My birthday's on March 27th, okay? that That's an Aries. Well, turns out I'm wrong. I know that, I think apparently this was news a few months ago. I completely missed it. We're talking like July to September-ish, around about then, I think. Uh, news came out, NASA came out and debunked. Uh, turns out that... The, you know, the fucking, what's it called? The, what do they call it? Like, um, there's actually a constellation. That's it. There's actually 13 constellations. And it turns out that, the, who, who invented it? I think it was the, the Babylons, was it? I, I, I know the word written, baby lions. Babaloons? They're definitely not the baby lions, but that's how I say it in my head because uh, I just read something. You know when you read... I don't know if anyone else does this, but I when I read a word, right? What's the word? It's like it's like an ancient uh, society. The baby... Uh, ba- it's spelled baby... L- L- ba- Babylon. Ah, oh, Babylon, of course. Kingdom of Babylon. Yeah, I've heard of that. Um, anyway... So they're the Babylons, but when I read it, for some reason, I just say the Babylons in my head, even though I know it's wrong. Whatever, I'm stupid. So uh, <laughs> I do the dumbest stuff all the time intentionally, and that's turning my brain into slop. Like I know it's pronounced Babylon, but when I read it, my brain still goes Babylon, <laughs> and I know I'm wrong. And for, I think it's me trying to amuse myself. I'm like, oh, Babylon, <laughs> sounds like baby born, you know. Maybe long. <laughs> anyway, so they invented it. And uh, shock horror, turns out that a system that was invented 3,000 years ago wasn't factually correct. NASA came out and shocked everyone and said uh, that they actually ignored one of the constellations, one of the star things, and that it's called... Um, oh, jeez, I had it up. I even did research for this. Essentially, this is an article that explains it better than I can. To make a tidy match with their 12-month calendar, uh, oh, here it is, the Babylons <laughs> ignored the fact that the sun actually moves through 13 constellations, not 12. So then they assigned each of those 12 constellations uh, equal amounts of times to fit in with the, obviously, calendar year being 12 months. Uh, then, turns out, that are, yeah, they've got it all wrong. So it turns out, guys, long story fucking short, I'm a Pisces. And that's just thrown out my whole week. Who would have thought? Like, I identified with an Aries, you know? Because I here, I'll read out my Aries traits, right? Apparently, Aries, right? They're a, the Aries loves to be number one. So it's no surprise that these audacious rams are the first sign of the Zodiac. Does the Zodiac thing start in March? What? Anyway, like, that's me in a nutshell. Number one, man, you know, except for my career, life prospects, 
and most of the things I do. But other than that, you know, when I piss, number ones. <laughs> but, other, you know, like I, that, that's my goal, right, to be the best. So I would say I, I identify with that. Um, there's a lot more here. It's all boring. Fuck, I hate horoscopes. Then I go to Pisces, right, and I read those traits and characteristics that apparently now I am or that I've been all along and I didn't know. I don't identify with any of them, right? Empathy is the main one. I don't give a shit about really anything. That's one of my biggest flaws is my lack of empathy, you know? And it's not, it's, look, it is a bad thing, to be honest. Like, I've talked about it before on the the podcast. One of my big things is like, well, you can't care about everything. There's horrible shit that happens all around the world all the time. And it's horrible. And I guess I'm empathetic, but to a point, like, otherwise you just get sad. So that, and that's, that doesn't sound like the mantra of a Pisces, you know? Uh, apparently, uh, whoa, here we go. What are Pisces men like in bed? Let's see if this is accurate. In bed, Pisces men are the ultimate romantics and make erotic lovers always favoring the subtle over the direct and the unspoken over the blatant. Their fantasies can be an ongoing inspiration. Okay, guys, I've found my people. Um, I am definitely a Pisces. That is me to a T. That is Luke in a nutshell. When you think Luke in the bedroom, ultimate romantic. Man. That people fantasize about for ongoing inspiration. That's all that well gym action that's been happening. Uh, are Pisces men kinky? Whoa, what what website is this? All I looked up was uh, Pisces character traits. Uh, this is always a hard question, is it? <laughs> I mean, just making it up. <laughs> I love this. The person who's written this like, oh, a Pisces men's kinky? And they're like, oh, tough one. You know, oh, hard to talk out of my asshole. Uh, <laughs> as one person's of I idea of kinky can be very different to someone else's. Dude, they, they're always so vague. Individuals also vary a lot. This is a bad area to generalize in. <laughs> so they've admitted that, hang on, what what's this? This person who is writing about star signs has just said, well, I can't generalize here, but their whole job is to generalize. You read your horoscope for the day, it's always like, oh, you might be doing something adventuring, but also maybe not. And then the person's like, oh my God, I'm not. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. This is hilarious. So, um, yeah, also this is totally targeted at girls because it says how to understand your Pisces man. How do you know if a Pisces man loves you? Uh, chances are if you're reading this, no one loves you. So um, <laughs> just a tip, girls, if you're, if you're looking up, why doesn't he love me? Uh, start at the fact that you're looking up, why doesn't he love me to do with these star signs? Perhaps trying to blame it on a fucking Zodiac constellation. Maybe try looking inwards and going, maybe it's my personality. That's just a hot tip. Very hot take. Very hot tip. You're welcome. Uh, so yeah, that's just pretty much surrounded my whole week. No longer an Aries. I'm a Pisces. Let me know what you think of that. Um, I'll, if I remember, or even, you know what? I'll set this a challenge for Reese because I, I know I'm going to forget. If Reese remembers, there will be a link below of the new updated 2020 Zodiac dates. So you can check what you are now. And the new one, they've just added in one called, oh, oh, oh I don't have it in front of me. Something like Ocpheus or I saw it earlier and I was like, oh yeah. Oh, I st- even when I'm fucking reading the word, I can't say it. <laughs> Ophicus. I think I said it right. Ophicus? Who knows? Sounds like an or- orifice. It's like a hole in your body. You know, Ophicus. Anyway, so they've added a sign. Apparently, NASA just came out and just destroyed 3,000 years of, well, yeah, belief. I mean, and, and it's the, <laughs> I read a bunch of, because I, again, I've looked this up before I've started talking just so I fully understood it. And clearly I didn't do enough research, but I did a bit. And all I found was just a bunch of opinion pieces 
from angry women mainly. I don't want to generalize, you know, because I'm not someone who writes horoscopes, but they're all written by chicks. And then one of the articles was just like, you can't just, you can't, like, it was just her failing to admit that her life was a lie. She's like, as someone who's invested quite a amount of time in the science of astrology, I'm like, no, astronomy is science. Astrology is literally made up 3,000 years ago by a bunch of people who were trying to give purpose to their citizens. I assume that's, <laughs> that's, that's it, you know? And, like, what a shock. I don't get how you can be surprised that uh, something written in it, you know, something made 3,000 years ago doesn't hold up to, by 2020 standards, you know? That's like being surprised that there's some crook shit in the Bible. You're like, yeah, it's an old fucking book, <laughs> you know? What do you want from it? It's not, it's not recent, you know? They're, not, they're still selling it, <laughs> surprisingly, but... Um, you know, I wouldn't call it, uh, they wouldn't be putting it under the new releases uh, on Amazon or at a bookstore or something like that. It'd definitely be under, you know, there's a reason why it has an Old Testament. And that's, dude, that's when you know it's old. That was old at the time of release, you know? Yeah, some people are still, I'm not trying to have a crack at religion here. I guess I am. But <laughs> come on. Like if, <laughs> I even that's funny. I've never even thought of that. I've just realized at the time of release, like the Old Testament, they couldn't even like go, oh, this 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 is new. Like that's fucking, that was heaps old when they released the new version of the Bible. And the new version of the Bible has got to be one of the oldest books ever. Older than bloody Lord of the Rings. And that's an old book. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, guys, I'm talking out of my butt. Who am I? Someone who writes horoscopes for a living? Probably. I'd be good at that, I reckon. I reckon if comedy fails, that's actually a pretty good career path for me is just, I did a video on it once. It's on my channel. You should go check it out. I d I've done a video on horoscopes. If you want to hear 2017 Luke's thoughts on horoscopes, I don't know. I don't remember what I said. I think I just was in that. I think it was like this weird phase online where it was kind of like not edgy, but like it was an ongoing meme to call horoscopes bullshit. You know, I thought I was like cutting edge being like, guys, turns out <laughs> people who believe in this are stupid. And no one was like, wow, Luke, you are quite the observationalist. Uh, yeah, that probably wasn't one of my better videos, but I definitely wrote a video on horoscopes. Pretty sure there's some banger gags in there though. So would still recommend a geese. I haven't had a watch for a couple of years of that one. That would be weird if I just went back and watched my old videos. I was like, ha <laughs> nice one, Luke. Um, so, yeah, that's that's really thrown up my whole week. And I just want to say, like, if I'm if I if seemed a little off the last 24 years or whatever, that's probably why, because I thought I was an Aries. So anything that I've said in the past or done, any actions that I might regret, I'm going to just blame those on falsely being diagnosed <laughs> Uh, as an Aries, when in reality, according to NASA, I'm a Pisces. So that's just, boom, mind blown. Now I'm going to have to change all my bloody profiles, you know, because that's the first thing I put in, star sign. Uh, what else has been going on with me? Um, oh, okay. Bit of a uh, correspondence here from listener of the show, Jonathan. He's an American listener. And massive shout out to all our international guests of the show. I'll call you listeners, but I reckon you're, you, you're I want to treat you more, more like guests. You, guests, Jeff? Guests. I don't say the T in guests. Ugh. Anyway, I don't know why you listen to this podcast. It's, it's hilarious. I think I've talked about it before. Someone on this show said they've been trying to learn English and to help them, they've been listening to this podcast. <laughs> That's hilarious imagine going like oh who's like a great example of the english language oh we'll whack on 45 minutes of luke kidgel speaking out of his butt and then uh they were going to come back to their english class their second language and be like oh i learned the term um i don't know fucking i don't even know what, what the shaka the other day like what's a shaka it's like oh it's what you do 
um, if you smoke too much weed and want to just like you to your friend, you know, I'm probably the only sober person in the country that unironically pops shackers. I think just think it's a great hand gesture. Anyway, so got some correspondence. We're getting very distracted this episode from Jonathan, American listener. Sorry, American guest. Uh, we treat all our international listeners from now on like a guest, uh, which means we hold doors open. They get to go first kind of thing. They get some special treatment because we love international uh, listeners here and I appreciate them making the effort. I have one question. What the hell are wheat bix <sighs> Boom, right out of the gates. Jonathan wants answers. At first, I just thought they were the Australian version of Cheerios or... Or life. What, what does that mean? Or life. Is there a cereal called life in America? But then when you started talking about how many you eat, it started to confuse the hell out of me. If I could get some clarification, that would be great. Yeah, I, I probably should have explained this uh, for the last two years on this podcast. I talk about Wheat Bix a lot. It's my go-to cereal. I do seven. And I often brag about how many I do on this podcast. It's, I would say it's almost a staple of my personality at this point, just like Brett Lee and Tim Cahill. And I've never once bothered to explain to international listeners what the hell a wheat Bix is. A Bix is just, it's pretty simple. And he, by the way, this is what amused me. He, uh, he spelt wheat wrong in the subject of the email. He spelt it like, Hey, just spell wheat. W-H-E-A-T, because he's probably only ever heard me say it. Um, so, fair enough. It's actually spelt W-E-E-T hyphen B-I-X, Bix, because we're cool like that. And it's essentially, yeah, just a rectangle, like, thing of Bix. I, I don't know what to call it, of wheat. It's just wheat, and it's like, you, you know, it's cereal. You put milk on it, and I would say they're about, just really hard to explain. Because like, I've never had to explain this before. When you go to someone in Australia, you're like, oh, wheat bix, And they go, yeah, familiar with the concept. Uh, it's just a rectangle chunk of wheat, you know, but yay, yay big, you know, and yay high. That'll help audio listeners. Yep. And uh, yeah, they're delicious, but people mix and match them. And I think that's part of the fun. I personally have mine with a little bit of raw sugar on it. It's cheeky. It's a hella cheeky way to start the morning, but that's what I do. Uh, some people go some cut up banana. Some people do honey. Some people, uh, we've learnt on Luke and Lewis, my other podcast. Uh, some people, uh, we've learned on that that some people, uh, yeah, put water with them. It's disgusting. Some people heat them up. Some people have them cold. It's just a wild thing because it's so plain, I guess, that you can just you got to jazz them up somehow. Everyone has their own little thing to jazz them up, but it's definitely not like a Cheerio. A Cheerios are like rings, yeah? I don't even... We have Cheerios here, but I don't really eat them. Cheerio... I've never had Cheerios. I think I know what they are. Yeah, they're little rings, aren't they? Little wheat rings. You're on the right track with the wheat. They're just not like in that... Geez, that really would have... Um, confuse the hell, as he said, out of Jonathan or any international listener not knowing what they are because you'd be like, imagine me going like, oh, I don't want to brag, but uh, I do seven every morning. And Jonathan's just going like, mate, that's like one spoonful (laughs) of Cheerios, two max. That's not a good brag, dude. I I do a whole fucking bowl. He must have been sitting pretty chuffed that one day when he thought it was like Cheerios being like, mate. I will go over to Australia and just demolish a Bix competition. If they're only doing like seven to 10, I could, I could do 50. <laughs> so um, no, it's nothing like Cheerios. We do have Cheerios here, I think. Um, I don't know what your equivalent to Wheat Bix is. I'm going to look it up. American equivalent, equivalent to Wheat Bix. I don't know why I'm doing this. Pretty much just for you, Jonathan. I'm going to that extra effort. Um, Weetabix? Is that a thing you have there? I don't know. It says you haven't. Your ones are kind of rounded, though. That's fucked up. Anyway, yeah, I think you've got something like that. Who knows? These might be all Australian. It's maybe a very Australian thing to just go, mate, it's wheat and milk. Eat it. 
so anyway, yeah, Jonathan, just wanted to clear that up. Thank you very much uh, for, I guess, yeah, being a guest of the podcast. We appreciate all our international guests here. And I feel like, yeah, extending a warm welcome to anyone. And, and there's a lot of people from the UK that listen to this as well. Uh, Germany. There's a big big listenership in, um, I should check the, the stats one day and read them out where people listen from, you know. Uh, anyway, guys, few few flex chats came in during the week uh, at LukeKidgelPodcast at gmail.com. Loving the jingles as well. Uh, didn't get too many submissions from the acapella uh, versions that I did, which was a little disappointing. I got, I got a, I think, two. Uh, we'll play them next week. To be honest, I don't want to trust the people who sent them in. They weren't great. Uh, <laughs> but people tried, and that's really good. Someone literally just put a sound effect. I think it was you, Georgia. I remember it was Georgia. She put a sound effect at the start that went like, and then it was just the raw audio of me singing, which is almost better in a way. But I was hoping for a little more production, uh, like Luke Kidgel Podcast at gmail.com. Or... Look at your podcast at gmail.com. Perfect. So those are the, that's the standard, you know. We'll, we'll try again this week. Send those in to lukeedgelpodcast at gmail.com. And also send in your flex chats. Uh, and apparently the, every single opener of this show is supplied by the people who listen to it. So this was yet again another fan uh, submission for the flex chat intro, guys. This is Flex Chat. Yeah. Boom. Nothing but net. Flex Chat is a segment where we like to just show off a little. It's almost like verbal show and tell back in primary school when you bring in your coolest toy and you go, look what I have. My parents have more or less money than yours. That's pretty much what show and tell was. You know, there'd be always that one kid that came in with like the good Beyblade, the expensive one. And there was that hella rich kid that owned like the the ring that used to rip him in. Dude, fuck that kid. I bet you that kid went to a private school and I bet you that kid ain't even shit now. You know, that's what happens when you get your own Beyblade rink too early in life. You, you, you can't have a good, too good that early. Even if I ever get rich. I'll never buy my kid a Beyblade rink. You know, I'll only ever buy them the base model of the toy and be like, suffer knowing that life's hard and there will always be someone that has better shit than you. You know, it's a good metaphor for life. So anyway, it's essentially show and tell. (laughs) Apparently, I had a very traumatic childhood in regards to Beyblades, which were a popular toy when I was young where you like ripped a spinning top from a cord and they used to battle each other, and it was sick, okay? So, uh, this one came in from Pat, and he just wanted to flex upon everyone. He goes, hey, Luke, Pat here. Welcome, Pat. Uh, just got a quick little flex. I just ate a really tasty biscuit. I bet you didn't. <laughs> Damn. So he could have just stopped it at, I just ate a really tasty biscuit, and I'd have been like, Pat, sweet flex. But I love the extra... Just rubbing salt in the wound of, hey, Luke, bet you didn't have a tasty biscuit. And you know what? He's right. I've got to do some shopping tomorrow. There's no tasty bickies left in our house. I'm stuck eating apples and finishing off the bread that I now have to toast because it's not that fresh anymore. So that's where I'm at with my pantry currently. So that was a mad flex. Pat, good stuff. Uh, P. He also said, P.S., your little jingle helped me to remember... Your email address. Exactly. That's what they're for, guys. So keep the uh, jingles coming in. Keep it fresh, you know. Uh, This one came in from Joseph. And this is a great flex. Bought a secondhand Harley last month. It has a four-speaker CD player. Is that good? For a motorbike? Why would you want a CD player on a motorbike? Am I stupid here? Wouldn't you have to listen with headphones? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Imagine riding along, pumping tunes on a freeway. You'd just be like... <laughs> 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 
That's it. Like, oh man, how's your new CD player? Yeah, good. What are you listening to? <gasps> oh, it's Queen. Now I'm going to chuck in some ACDC. Oh yeah? Play it now. <laughs> How would a CD player be good on, on a bike? Am I stupid? You wouldn't be able to hear that properly unless you're going really slow or at a traffic light. In that case, you're kind of playing it out loud. I don't know. I even feel sometimes self-conscious playing my music at the traffic lights with the window down. Sometimes I'll be conscious of other people's lives and be like, oh, I'll just turn it down for a sec. You know, unless it's a banger. Like if it's an absolute tune, if Mr. Brightside comes on, I'll I'll turn it up. But it depends on the song, I guess. You know, when you're listening to like a guilty pleasure playlist, you know, when you're, I was at a traffic light during the week, Taylor Swift came on, I knew you were trouble. Now I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say I, I don't love that song. I do love it. It's a great song. I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Shame on me now. Oh, God, my vocals are like a fine wine. Just getting better with age. And I I just got embarrassed, I will admit. There was like a, you know, a, a guy in a ute pulled up next to me. And I'm pretty ashamed of my, what followed. I just got self-conscious and I, I turned it down by four on the volume. I was pumping at an 18. I jacked it down to a 14. So we still could hear it. It was almost more embarrassing, actually, because if you're going to listen to Taylor Swift, at least do it loud. Own it. Be loud and proud. Uh, what do you call her fans? Swiftinators, maybe? Uh, Swizzmeisters? Swizz dogs. What about having a Swizz? Taking a squiz? What would you call her fans? Um, I've got no idea. Swizz, swizzle dizzle anyway whatever she calls him i'm i should be that but uh yeah this bloke looked at me going like is he softly playing taylor swift and yeah i fucked that up so i don't know why you'd want that on a motorbike you know imagine if i was driving my harley and trying to pump taylor swift there's no walls to contain your secret love for taylor like in a car Especially if you've got a Harley on as well. You can only really pump Triple M, but it's a CD player. So you're going to have to get like the best of Triple M hits from the 90s or early 2000s. And then Joseph follows it up with, I also found out last week it has ABS brakes, which are weird on a motorbike. But I guess that's good, right? Because he's flexing it. I'll be honest, Joseph. I don't particularly know enough about motorbikes to appreciate that flex as much as you do, but I'm sure that's great and I'm happy for you. And I'm realizing now I may have read that one out in the podcast before. Perhaps. I do try and delete the ones that I've read out, but it's hard to keep track. Uh, this one comes in from... I've just written anus. <laughs> what? Oh, I think it's supposed to be Angus. <laughs> poor, uh, poor fucking Angus. I'm just going to call you anus from now on, mate. Uh, this one comes in from loyal a loyal butthole named anus. Uh, he said, good day, Luke. Uh, I thought I'd let you know that back in February, I copped an equal first place in the 400 hurdles at the Vic State Champs. Mate, now that's a flex I can appreciate. As a fellow athlete myself, and that's what I'm calling myself now. Used to be comedian, that was my identity. Haven't done stand-up in a while. Now I'm an athlete. That's my main thing now. Uh, So, mate, can absolutely appreciate that. Uh, how good? First, I would love to know your time. I'm disappointed you didn't uh, include your time, anus. Because, mate, I, I struggled. 400 hurdles is a brutal event. Because the 400 meters is a notoriously brutal event uh, for many reasons. Because you've got to, like, sprint it, but it's just too long for the human body to fully sprint uh, at your... What's it called? There's anaerobic, aerobic. Yeah, so anaerobic is sprinting, I believe. Your anaerobic capacity is the thing you try and build up so you can do it for 400 meters. But most people partic- like typically cark it about the 300 to 250 meter mark of a sprint. And the last 150 meters, you feel like you're running on the spot of a 400. Then adding in hurdles. You got to jump over shit. No way. I was never good at hurdles. I didn't 
you know, like in the Olympics, if you've ever watched people do hurdles, they kind of like glide over them horizontally. I never did that. I galloped. I was like a horse. I was like, oh, bloop, bloop. I was so bad at hurdles. There was one race where I just gave up and started kicking them over. I mean, I was kind of doing it to make the fellas laugh. This is at like Little Athletics back in the day. I just started kicking them over and just did the whole race and didn't knock over any hurdles. And then um, they disqualified me and told me I was a bad sport and they made me pick up all the hurdles. And um, yeah, that wasn't as funny when you have to go back and just pick them all up and be like, you know, because the boys have stopped laughing by that stage and you're like, ah, it was a seven. You know, not worth it for a seven, that level of humiliation. But uh, yeah, much respect, mate. So, uh, yeah, as I just said before, guys, that's the end of Flex Chat, by the way. Great flexes, guys. Keep them coming in at... Hmm. For fuck's sake. Keep them coming in. That's the wrong podcast sound effect. At Podcast at gmail.com. So many mistakes today. This podcast is just littered with errors. English errors, button errors. It's a mess, per usual. Uh, so, yeah, as I said earlier, I'm primarily now... An athlete. So when people ask like, oh, what do you listen to? If you listen to this or whatever, I'd be like, oh, just listen to some athletes podcast. And they're like, oh yeah, that's interesting. What do they talk about? You're like, oh, just, you know, athlete shit like Harley Davidson's and, you know, horoscopes, star signs, just, just athlete shit. So yeah, that's pretty much me. I'm actually, you know, all jokes aside, I'm actually running really well. Oh, like, for how I'm progressing, you know, I'm, I'm going fine. I would like to quicken it up, but God damn, I got tickets on myself. I'm, I caught myself in the mirror the other day and I went, geez, that, who's that hunk? And then when Luke, you blood, you bloody legend, it's you. <laughs> Who would have thought, huh? So, uh, as I said earlier, guys, I'm thinking of, uh, I've said this maybe a few months ago and I've really backed up my word. Twenty Late 2020 has been a massive glow up for me. I feel the best I have in ages and I undeniably look the best I have in ages, which is not difficult. You know, I looked rough. I had, you know, Rory Lowe in Perth, raging alcoholic, great comedian, great friend of mine, uh, telling me that I look like shit and that man drinks on a Monday. So that was a massive wake up call. And so, you know, I wasn't looking great, but now I feel like I've turned it around a bit and I feel so good. I don't really give a shit what I look like, to be honest, but damn, I feel like more energized and way more productive. And who would have thought that if you took care of yourself, you would reap the rewards. It's, it's like, it's like the horoscope thing. What a shock. Uh, (laughs) So yeah, I've, I mean, going good. I ran a 19.07 for my 5K. Um, I was originally running like 21 minutes back when I started. So I've taken a lot of time off. Then I ran a 19.45, which I think I mentioned on the podcast. And now I've taken, uh, a, yeah, another 30, God, I'm shocking, aren't I? Another um, 37 seconds off that, 38, 38. Cool. 38 seconds off that. So, yeah, that wasn't hard to work out, Luke. Come on. So, yeah, anyway, that's me. I've been smashing that well, Jim. Highly uh, encourage you to do the same. I'm loving people keeping me updated on the gram of how they're going. I've been seeing a few of you guys. Uh, Shout out to Blake. I think it's Blake. He often listens to this podcast. He reckons he listens to the podcast and he ran past me the other day. So he's probably listening to me talking about annihilating the gym and then he just sees me. That actually happened. Had a guy uh, message me and he, and we often wave to each other. You know, like you see those people on the bike track, you just like, you know, it starts off with a nod because you're like, oh, we often run at similar times. And I think he knew how I was because he, he was like, oh, Lukey, well, Jim, you know. So I was like, I always give him the thumbs up whenever we run past. And uh, then he messaged me on Instagram the other day going, mate, good to see you back out there, crushing it per use. Um, I was always love listening to your podcast while running. And I'm like, dude, imagine that just listening to the person talking about ripping it and tearing it up in the world gym and then just glancing over and seeing me in action. <laughs> that man's got front row seats to annihilation city and it's VIP 
he's a lucky man. Not, not many people get to see me in action. I am thinking of, uh, you can search me on Strava. I think I have all my activities hidden currently. Uh, it's like a social media app for runners. It's pretty dorky, I guess. It's a real running nerd type thing. But if you're interested, I will be posting some of my runs up there. I'm just trying to work out how to disable the map feature because I don't particularly want people to know where, where A, where I live and B, where I'm running, you know, like the exact parts where I run all the time because I run in the same places all the time and I can't be able to switch it up. I like my I like my routes that I run on and that's that simple. So yeah, people have been asking me to get on Strava. I've made an account. You can go follow me. It's public. Just search my name on there. And that's only if you want to see my runs. It's not anything else. It's just my running times. So if you're not into running, you're not missing out <laughs> on anything. It's just for people who are curious to know how I get so elite. But yeah, I, I ran at 3.49 pace, which I'm pretty happy with. I reckon I can go faster. I was looking at my time for like the local park run. It's like this every... I don't know if it's a Victorian thing but or if it's an Australian thing, but it's like there's this like fun run that happens like once a week. It's kind of like a community thing called Park Run where everyone gets their times recorded. And I think I'm still like in the top 50 fastest times since back in the day. And it's five kilometers, right? And I haven't done this run in like three or four years. And I looked at my time today because me and my brother were thinking about getting back down there one Saturday morning. I was like, oh, let's try and beat our old times. I looked at my old time, 17 minutes, 42. I was doing for 5K. I did 19 minutes, thought I was a hero the other day. And apparently, 17-year-old Luke was just shitting all over that. So I have, I'm trying to get back to my old form. It's a struggle, but I'm doing my best, guys. I'm doing my best. Now, before we wrap up this episode, I did say I'd discuss it. Let's talk about early Christmas. And I'm... Every year I say this, I do not do not even think for a second that I'm a Christmas Grinch. It's just the pre-early Christmas hype that rubs me the wrong way for one reason, okay? Christmas, I think we can all agree, if you celebrate it, you know, if you don't celebrate it, fair. But if you, if you celebrate Christmas, I think we can all agree, it's regarded by most as quite a special time of year. Note the word special. It's once a year, that's why it's special. Now, if you start celebrating it six to eight weeks out from the actual date, that's not special. If you're celebrating it eight weeks out and Meg's chucked up some Christmas lights and fairy lights on the bed, there's some Christmas decorations already in the bedroom, right? That's, that's going to be up until early Jan. So therefore, that's one-sixth of my year that we're celebrating Christmas in our bedroom. Now, I love Christmas. Don't get me wrong. Very special time of year. But I love it when it's special. And I just worry that I see I see it happening a lot. You see it happening at shopping malls. All of a sudden, pre, you know, sorry, post-Halloween, you start seeing, you know, fucking bells and, and gifts and, and tinsel. And you're like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Right, it's November. It's exam time for a lot of people. It's end of work time. People are finishing up projects for the year. Let's just get all our shit done all together. And then December 1st, let's go for it. I'm even allowing people a 25-day run-in, which I think is generous. Because really, it should be just the 12 days of Christmas, as it says in the song. You know, That's really when you should be going ham on the Christmas celebrations, 12 days out. You know, getting your, your five golden geese or whatever, you know, your in a partridge, you know, whatever, your partridge in the pear tree. That's when you should be going ham. But December 1st, boom, I'll give you that. Same month, go for it. Anything before that, the period that we're currently in, peaking too early. You're, you're prematurely celebrating Christmas and, you know, there's that's... That's disappointing, isn't it? So, yeah, just a warning for everyone. It's more for you. I don't really, you know, I, I'm, I don't really care. It happens every year, but it's more just I want to make, I want you guys to have a special Christmas, obviously, because I wish the best for all of you. And therefore, just a handy tip from me, make it more special if you're just 
hold off for a couple of weeks on putting up the decorations. Because once they're up, you'll be like, ooh, it's actually Christmas now. Because I, I went over to mum and dad's house. Mum's got it up already. Two weeks ago, she had it up. She's like, yeah, I just want to kind of get it done because, you know, the end of the year is quite busy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's busy because of Christmas, right? You know? So that's what, you know, now it's not going to be busy because you've already done it. <laughs> you've already done everything in November. So now you're going to have, you know, nothing on in Christmas. So anyway, guys, let's not peak too early this year. I know that maybe my platform's not big enough to evoke too much change in this area, but I'm doing my best, okay? And don't worry, as soon as it gets to December, I'll be getting very festive. It's currently the silly season, but it is not yet the festive season, okay? there's still I still get festive, you know? There's still festivities, but not Christmas-related ones yet. It's just the silly season currently, and uh, yeah, it's good to be back at it. So uh, guys, that is the end of the episode. Thank you all very much for tuning in. And yeah, hope you have a good week. Uh, thank you again for joining us to all our international guests of the podcast, as well as our Australian locals. Uh, you guys live here, so you're not guests. Um, and yeah, hope you all enjoyed. Tell a friend about the podcast. It helps. I appreciate people who talk about it and share it and bring their friends to shows. And yeah, I'll be talking about shows next week. Not announcing anything. I just meant I'm thinking of getting back into the stand-up game, but I've run out of time and I'll discuss it more next week. I'll write it down in my notes now, guys. Uh, Thank you very much for tuning in. See ya.